0: Afternoon that could help out with the heat. More spots. Early morning muggy, 80s. The afternoon brings back the heat to mid 90s to the upper 90s. Some feel like temperatures anywhere from 105 to 110. Rain chance coming back Friday, and it's limited chance Saturday and Sunday. Actual temperatures into the upper 90s to near 100. More rain chance early next week. The heat knocked back down a little bit as a result. Ralph Sanji, WGSO. It's quality used tires at affordable prices at Rico's Tires and Wheels, 2609 David Drive, Metairie. Rico's offers quality used tires, they fix flat tires, and they do wheel repair. And while there, get that spare tire checked out. Check out Rico's on David Drive, Metairie. Rico's Tires and Wheels, just a few blocks south of Veterans, 2609 David Drive, Metairie. 504-455-5199. Rico's Tires and Wheels, 504-455-5199.
1: This is Maritime Matters with Eric Shine on WGSO AM 990, the program that dives into everything American that comes together at our water's
2: edge, which is just about everything. Uh, we are a maritime nation, and it is important that people understand that our merchant marine is and has been under attack for quite some time. There's some videos out there on YouTube you give them up look at, watch, and view about the Merchant Marine and how they're actually scrapping ships worldwide right now, shutting down and going after the scrap metal to help build stuff in China. I have a guest today. He's an award-winning author, attorney, social justice advocate. His name is Mark M. Bello. Uh He's had um, you know, forty-five years in the law, he has seen the legal system at its best and worst. But just as importantly, he has witnessed the system as an American citizen. And and keep in mind, we are citizens, not subjects. But what is going on in the bigger picture? And Mark may have some nice juicy comments about that. Is that I believe, from everything I've seen and been up against, that and for some time now, that the British German Royal Crown has infiltrated and been involved in our government, running it to the point like the separation number called the Federal Administrative Procedure Act of 1947. spirit of law. Uh, there, in, in his book that was published, I believe it was 1748, um, Montesquieu identified the, what we have as Article 1 legislature, Article 2 executive branch or law enforcement, and Article 3 the judiciary, and they're supposed to be separate and apart, and those powers cannot be assigned or delegated to someone else. The legislative duty is Congress's. It can't outsource it, although they are and are trying to to the corporate state to where instead of having the administrative state where rules are made by Congress or not by Congress by the executive branch, sorry the article 2 executive branch, the APA, the federal APA, um, they have it, uh, have gifted it, which they cannot do because it's a directive from the people. They have gifted it to the executive branch, and the judiciary has done much in things like Chevron deference to protect that uh, through use of the judiciary to uh, to make the courts of the executive branch preeminent to those of the judiciary somehow, and it's just unbelievable. And much of this is coming from, and I can point to many examples like J.P. and and J.P. Morgan Jr. and the Federal Reserve Act and our Civil War and yada, yada, yada. But time is short. We have a lot of commercials and uh, time, one hour goes by fast. But before I go to Mark and bring him on, we are expanding the show. The show is being expanded by the station to Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. And we'll be right before the great Mark Levine, as uh, Sean Hannity likes to call him. And uh, appreciate Mark's efforts and Sean's and others, like Tucker. But let me bring Mark on. I could go deep, or deeper into his bio and stuff. But if you go to his website, it's com. And if you peruse his site, you'll see all kinds of good stuff. But Mark, welcome to the show.
3: Good evening, Mark.
2: How are you? Good. Great. Uh, Let me just throw it over to you. Whatever you want to talk about. I know you have a a bunch of books out. Uh, A lot of those are visible on your um, website. You've been an attorney. Um, You have uh, a lot of um, experience with the Catholic Church and sexual abuse cases that you've written about and and, and sued. Um, I was a Roman Catholic. I am no longer, and I believe that if, and I brought up on previous shows and not to challenge anyone's faith, you know, you can believe what you want, but uh, if you watch a program by uh, a documentary, if not read the book by Joseph Atwell, called Caesar's Messiah, the conspiracy to invent Jesus, I think there's a lot more that's been going on in the last 2,000 years where we've been uh, misled, for want of a better term, and I think we all understand how the quote-unquote powers that be have a tendency to do that for whatever reason, and I, I try to uh, point to the royal nature of many of these powers that, you know, they took over Britain, Britain uh, or England for 500 years, the Roman Empire did, uh, but go ahead, it's all yours.
3: Well, I, I, you know, I, I, am not sure about it. Well, I, I, um, I'm familiar with it. Um, I, I'm not a big fan of religion in general, and I, and some of organized the, religion uh, critiques of religion, uh, and the reason uh, Christianity uh, came about. Are interesting, um, and again, I, 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 you know, it's it, it's it's kind of a conspiracy theory, but I think religion in general is a conspiracy theory.
2: You're, you're. Yeah, I don't like that a, term, at, but I'm I'm talk I what I talk about it, I talk about history, but
3: yeah, I it think, is. But I mean, you're there is a at, conspiracy at, at, at a moral uh, compass uh, created, in my opinion, by man to. Regulate yes. our conduct and keep us in line um, uh, under penalty of uh, uh, of God, and and Christianity is an extension of that. that that's kind of how I believe. I, I I don't know if that's consistent with uh, what you've been discussing on your show. Oh, no, um, and, and no, as it, to whether I, it, I believe is a is a creation uh, of the Romans or not, as Atwell believes. You know, who knows?
2: knows?
3: Yeah, it was 2,000
2: years ago or more. But I do point, like, I mean, you sued the Catholic Church involving the, you know, cases of sexual abuse by the clergy. I mean, that must have been eye-opening.
3: Well, you know, it's interesting. Uh, There's a difference between religion and, quote, the Church, unquote. If you look at the Church as... Any other large corporation, the government um, you know any kind of uh large institution it's no different than uh the other entities I mentioned and what you have in 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 the priest abuse uh child abuse situations is uh, an organization or an institution who decided to lie, cover up, cheat, steal, mm-hmm. uh, and do bad things so that because they thought if they did that, they would prevent public disclosure of their uh, employees' behavior. And that's how the uh, church child abuse scandal blossomed into the disease it is today
2: amen you have um i i can you go ahead and pitch your um you know it's one of the reasons i'm having you on is to um you're you're an author well we're going to break but um you're, you're an author you're a prior attorney uh you've seen a lot of things we talked about real briefly on the phone Uh, Kennedy assassination and some of the other things that you saw when you were a kid growing up yep, and that were kind of shocking. Uh, We'll come back on that note right after the break. We're with Mark M. Bello. Go to his website markmbello.com It's B-E-L-L-O It's Mark M-A-R-K and We are impact. having
4: a party It's WGSO's 75th anniversary party And we're looking for all of you to come celebrate with us If you're a local business Take advantage of this opportunity to be a sponsor For our big 75th anniversary party We have great sponsorship packages Offering tremendous benefits for our partners If you're interested, contact me Jeff Cruer at jeff at wgso.com Or 504-669-600
0: At Hyundai of Metairie, there's never been a time when your car has been more valuable than right now. And Hyundai of Metairie will pay up to 130% of Kelley Blue Book value. Buy a car from us or we'll buy one from you at Hyundai of Metairie. There's a reason why we're Louisiana's number one new Hyundai and certified pre-owned volume dealer. Be sure to visit our facility at 5969 Veterans Boulevard to see all we have to offer. Or call 504 838 9000. Visit us online at hyundaiofmetary.com.
1: Welcome back to the Louisiana Jones Gumbo Office. I'm your host, founder and owner of TLGHL3C. I'm very excited about having the opportunity once again to have a positive and thought-provoking dialogue with you as we inform and educate each other on various topics or gumbo ingredients from the business, academic, alumni, workforce, youth, and of course the sporting arena. I will be here every Saturday from 1 to 2 p.m. providing informative nuggets for you and yours. Please call in with your questions or add your bowl of gumbo at 504 556 9696 that we can add to today's part of Embo.
4: Looking for future leaders we can trust and believe in? Look no further than the high school student-athletes right here in Louisiana. High school sports teach young people how to be effective leaders. It begins by making their grades and being on time for practice. It includes learning to listen, following directions, accepting responsibility, being a good role model, And it's about respect for officials opponents the rules and each other the result it transcends sports it gives us hope for the future (laughs) high school sports there's so much more than just a game this message presented by the louisiana high school athletic association and the louisiana high school athletic directors association calls for a greater response. Not tomorrow, not in a few years, but right now. Some battles must be faced together. Cancer fighters stand up to cancer every day, and you can be part of this battle too.
0: Visit StandUpToCancer.org to learn more.
4: Together, we can save lives.
2: All right, we're back and we're with Mark M. Bello and you can find him at M-A-R-K-M as in Mark, uh, Bello, B-E-L-L-O.com and see all of the stuff he's been up to. Uh, I want to read something from the site real quick. Um, what should this country stand for? Citizens are quite divided. I feel obligated, and this is him speaking, to share what I know. Nudge my readers in a pro-justice, pro-citizen direction. Through my books, blogs, media content, and appearances on other platforms, I will continue to call out abuses of power and empower we the people to fight for our constitutional rights. Sounds good. I wanna, Mark, real quick, I wanna throw something at you and let you field it and and discuss it. Um, but a lot of people believe that the um, Constitution and Bill of Rights, our form of government, only applies to The government from doing certain things, and I disagree. And I I believe firmly that um, even when you start talking about natural law, it's something that you're born with. And if you walk onto private property, you don't lose that right. That it's something that's an inalienable right. A lot of people believe that private property that you have the right to do whatever you want in your own business and treat American citizens, let alone people of the world, because you know that's the thing that's always baffled me about. We should be extending our beliefs and our rights about natural law to the world, not allowing Chinese uh, container ships coming in from China under the Chinese flag coming into our ports predominantly and carrying 97 percent of international cargo. Uh, it should be under the American flag and American principles, and which include, you know, justice, peace, justice in the American way. Now, i throw it to you, Mark.
3: That's a lot to unpack. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, the the I, I certainly believe in in a system of laws. I believe in the Constitution. Uh, I believe the Constitution gives uh, certain rights and powers to the government, to the people, to various branches of the government, and I believe or at, at least recognize powers that. related to. Uh, uh, let's call it a, a system of checks and balances. As to the specifics of that, as it applies to some of the things you just said, uh, that would be something for uh, Congress or the courts to decide. It's certainly not the president, that's for sure. But, but uh, the whole system of, of checks and balances, uh, and by the way, one system of checks and balances is the right to vote. If you don't like what your elected officials are doing, get rid of them. The problem is, typically, you can't get rid of judges, and that's something that I quarrel with. I think there should be term limits, uh, for sure, uh, both as to politicians uh, who seem to stay in office forever, and uh, the judiciary, especially the Supreme Court.
2: Yes, and I agree. And I Well, how
3: are you? Because I've always felt
2: that, um, and a lot of this went to Congress, the House, specifically, Senate not so much, but they were building out and building and had more seats, you know, according to uh, the population, citizenry. Uh, but they cut that off and stopped. And, you know, I don't believe that what the Democrats are trying to do or these Royalists, as I like to call them, because that's what I believe they're, they're using communism, and socialism, much like the British used uh, in Russia, and even in China and introducing it into China and more. Um, the, the British German empire, they're very adroit at take. I mean, you know, th- their patron saint is William the Conqueror. Um, they've been at this a very, very long time and they're very good at it. And they, you know, the, the sun never sets on the British empire. With that said, our founders did take much from England and, or the UK when we broke off, our founders broke off and formed a republic of by and for the people, but we were a democratic republic to where things like you point out that the vote is a democratic institution that results in a republican-like, you know, an individual representing everybody. And when they are elected, regardless of the party, and I'm not a big fan of the whole party system, like I don't think you are either, um, but once they're elected, they're supposed to represent everybody.
3: Well, uh, you know a, po- a pox on both their houses what I what I'm what I'm opposed to is the limitations they place on uh, those people who we can elect uh, the idea that that you choose this party or that party and that's it uh, and the public has bought into that and accepted that as their choice uh, bothers the hell out of me I mean the only the only uh, um, third party candidate whoever Made a decent showing was Ross Perot years ago. Mm. Um, uh, You know, uh, Trump was kind of a um, as big of a clown as he is. He was kind of the 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 anti politician choice, uh, almost like a third party candidate type of thing. The problem is he was the wrong guy. And what I really don't understand about him. And I don't know what your politics are, and if if, if you're a Trump guy, I apologize. But but I, my my problem is, how is he the champion of the working class? What has he ever done uh, to benefit those guys? And all these guys that attacked the Capitol uh, in their blue jeans, those aren't his guys. He doesn't care about them.
2: You really think that that was a, a quote unquote attack upon the?
3: He, he's done a great Capital. job of convincing them that he's for them, but he's for him.
2: Yeah, but do you think that January 6th was really uh, an attack upon the Capitol? Do I think some what, kind of, sir? Do you really think that the um, January 6th was some kind of concerted, planned attack upon the Capitol to overthrow the to government? To determined. Yeah. So you're waiting on Nancy
3: Pelosi's... Um, well, apparently, apparently, right. apparently you're not a Nancy Pelosi fan, I presume. Not at all. <laughs> okay. Not Are you a all. Kevin McCarthy fan? Not really. All right. So, uh, you know, you're kind of making my point for me. A pox on both their houses. Exactly. Uh, no, infor- that's what... Unfortunate, unfortunately, Eric, what we have is a choice between two different parties. Corporate. Not a, choi- not a choice between six different parties uh, or or a uh, a consensus candidate or or some somebody who actually has rather than their own political expediency uh but the people's um uh interest in at heart until we have that we're going to have what we have it's it, it's this party against that party and it's well, constant constant battle you know that um that we had a king as a president right Say that again? I'm sorry. I- that,
2: that we had a king as a president?
3: One of the I guys still, that sat I, on I, I the war I still didn't hear what you said.
2: That we had a king as a president of the United States. Leslie Lynch King, his name is Gerald Ford. He sat on the Warren Commission. Uh, we, we had a guy that was president who had an alias, whose real name was Leslie Lynch King. Um, people don't know that because uh, the guy wasn't elected I, to be vice I, I, president. I'm one of those. Right. And and that's not the only example. Um, you know, Bill Clinton is tied to the Council on Foreign Relations, which is a, you know, he should have registered as a foreign agent because, I mean, he was nominated for the Lord Warden of the St. Court, which uh, is which a higher title bestowed by the Crown than getting knighted. Um, being a member of the Council on Foreign Relations or connected to it, I mean, Bill Clinton was a Rhodes Scholar, so that goes back to Cecil Rhodes, who set up the Rhodes uh, Scholarship. I'm aware
3: of that, I'm aware of that.
2: But why did he set it up? It, it, Cecil Rhodes, you know, claim to fame was that he wanted to, and he set the De Beer diamond mines and the wealth from that, because he owned and controlled that and started that and revision more. He wanted to regain the United States as the lost colony to the British Empire. That was his goal. He started the Council on Foreign Relations. He started the Bilderberg. He started the trilateral. These are all roundtable organizations that a foreign crown set up to undermine our republic and to take it down from within because they want to have a worldwide system of United Kingdoms. And people don't get it. This This isn't conspiracy theory. This is history. Alan Dulles... You know, I mean, go into that. We talked about, what what, what was the event in your youth though that you, um. Tax deductible donations. Oh, we're going to break, sorry. So, Ran in over.
1: commemoration of our 75th anniversary, the station is launching a 75 for 75 campaign with the goal of raising $75,000 in 2021. The funds that are raised will be dedicated to help the station fulfill our broadcast mission and satisfy any equipment needs that arise. These donations are especially important because, unlike most radio stations in New Orleans, WGSO is independent, locally owned and operated, and not part of a national broadcasting conglomerate. To donate, go to WGSO.com and click on the Donate button on the front page. Help us to continue to be the community voice of the Crescent City.
0: Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A teenager. Louisiana Radio
2: Network. I'm Brooke Thorrington. The state reported 4,700 new COVID-19 cases in Louisiana, and hospitalizations have increased by 135 in a day for a total of
0: 1,524. State health officer Dr. Joe Cantor says at this point in the pandemic, people can't say they don't know someone who's been affected by COVID.
3: There's just a ton of of covid out there and it's it's time for people to take precautionary measures because i think everyone at this point knows someone who's sick it's really that bad
2: and while the delta
0: variant of covid has resulted in a huge increase in cases and hospitalizations health officials are also tracking the lambda variant which originated in peru house minority
2: whip steve scalise says president biden's open border policy is helping this latest strain make its
0: way to the united states
3: somebody that's not even a legal citizen of america you can come across the border
0: illegally with covid and that's happening every single day right now it's insanity scalise announced that he received his first dose of the vaccine last week lrn did you get the COVID 19 vaccine now you can enter to win cash four people will win $100,000 with one lucky vaccine recipient winning the grand prize of $1 million. Under 18, you can win one of nine $100,000 college scholarships. So, get the vaccine and take your shot at a million dollars. To enter, visit shotatamillion.com or call 855-453-0774. Brought to you by the Louisiana Department of Health.
1: Insurance Commissioner Jim Donnellan. There are times you don't realize how much you need something until you really need it. Because you never know when severe weather will happen, you want to make sure you're prepared. That's why it's so important to make a home inventory list. A simple video inventory helps you keep track of items in your home and makes filing an insurance claim a lot easier. Start your list now so when you need it, you'll have it. Log on to ldi.la.gov or call us at 800-259-5300.
4: So many of my life's most important moments include the talks that I had with my dad outside on our
2: deck. It was where we got away from the distractions of the indoors and just focused on learning
4: from each other. I want to give that time to my own son today. So as I choose to build an outdoor structure for my home, I'm choosing Sequoia Outdoor Supply. They understand what it means to build memories, and they offer everything I need to get that done.
2: Visit sequoiaoutdoorsupply.com to learn more. Boy,
1: have we got a show for you this week. Ever wonder where all the great songs have gone? Well, we found them. Hey, everyone, I'm Pat Matthews, your host of 70's Deja Vu. And once again, I'll be looking in the rearview mirror, and I'll see you in the back seat. Join me for some great music, all selected to get you going on 70's Deja Vu. Sunday morning at 7 a.m., right here on 990 AM WGSO.
0: WGSO, from the Bucaray to Funchell Square,
4: things have changed.
0: WGSO,
4: do you know what
0: it means to love New
4: Orleans?
0: Celebrating 75 years, we are the community voice of the Crescent City. WGSO, 990 AM. Hey, this is Kevin Love from the Cleveland Cavaliers. At times, life can feel scary,
1: and we can get overwhelmed by anxiety. Mindfulness can help you get through these tough times. My nonprofit is partnering with Headspace to offer free content to help you stress less. It's as easy to do as this. Take a big, deep breath in through the nose, out through the mouth. In and out. Head to kevinlovefund.org headspace and be kind to your mind.
2: All right, we're back. We are with Mark Bello, He's an attorney, social justice advocate, award-winning author of the Zachary Blake Legal Thriller series and co-host of Justice Counts podcast. Draws upon 44 years of courtroom experience, his passion for justice, and a creative writing style to pen captivating novels for his readers and hard hitting commentaries on newsworthy events and controversies. Um, Mark, do you uh, write any articles that you publish and put out anywhere? And where can people find them? Other than the novels? Are you there? Okay. Priyanka, can you hear me? here. You there? I'm here. Okay, sorry. about Do you, do you um, uh, still write um, articles or anything like um, more contemporary?
3: I write. I write a lot of articles. Uh, uh, I write for a legal newspaper called the Legal Examiner. Right. And I write for a political uh, site called Not Fake News.
2: Exactly, thank you. I remembered reading it in there, but <clears throat> I wanted to get that out there and point it out. One thing, <clears throat> excuse me, we, we differ on our politics and uh, perspective that's a, that's and- That's okay. Exactly, and that's my point is that um, that's good. You know, some of it's because of information and knowledge. Um, some of it's human nature. Um, you know, we can easily get caught up in a system that is, you know, uh, we're stamping out widgets or whatever for the for the uh, nation state or whatever, and then find out like, you know, it bothered me when I found out that the uh, our Congress passed the Administrative Procedure Act, that married all three of the great powers together, when our Constitution, our founding documents, set up the separation of powers and you know that a lot of uh, attorneys say oh i'm not a constitutional attorney i don't i don't you know i don't get into that when if you're an attorney you should know very well the constitution and the bill of rights because that's where everything else is derived from supposedly
3: can't argue with that
2: i mean everything is and, and there's an important case law supreme court uh 1957 it it was 1956, it was initially heard by the Supreme Court. Uh, it was a, a an American service member's wife. Uh, he was in the military, he was murdered. The military blamed her, prosecuted her in a military tribunal in none other than England, of course, a, a US soldier. They found her guilty, of course, uh, because a military tribunal is it has one directive and it's carried on by people who are trained to carry on war. Um, I believe that there was more to that and things were covered up by the military and basically you know, placed on her. The Solicitor General of the United States was petitioned by her father. Uh, the Supreme Court in reverse covert 1956 upheld the fact that a US citizen could be prosecuted in a military tribunal, the very same seating of the very same Supreme Court, once petitioned uh, by the father to the Solicitor General, who got to the Attorney General, who all agreed that this could not stand, US government petitioned the Supreme Court for a rehearing and in a in a very broad and still controlling uh Supreme Court case law of 1957, the following year, in reverse covert, they overturned themselves and said that we're not supposed to have a competing system of courts from under the executive branch. And that was only one of the things that were held. I, I've mentioned to you, and you mentioned about having me on your program, about where the Coast Guard, a branch of military, that's not supposed to be a branch of military,
3: in well, let, let me stop you a second. You said something about the executive branch. What does the executive branch have to do with what you're describing?
2: They're carrying it on should, their own courts. The, and they are. That's the EPA, SEC, uh, Coast Guard, and more,
3: where well, they're that's not, carrying that's on... Not the executive branch. Yes, it is. The military is, is considered the executive branch in your, that's in part in your of the, opinion? It
2: is. Of course it is. Who controls it?
3: Article 1...
2: But, the, the military is put under Article I by our founders, not Article Two. It
3: was moved well, okay. in 1940, okay. ni-
2: 1947 when they created the National Military Establishment.
3: Well, I'm not, I'm, not it, suggest, I'm not suggesting that Article One doesn't give the president powers over the military, but no, no, no. Congress has powers over the military, and no, no, no. the judiciary no. has powers over Congress. So you've got, you, do still, you, still do, you do still have checks and balances, in those no. situations, what no. happened in the situation no. you're describing, I'm not familiar with, but the Constitution uh, does provide the checks and balances you're looking for as to whether or okay, not. No, and
2: that, but we're not anywhere near that because at some point, separation of powers, the executive branch is not supposed to be carrying on court. Period. Right. But that's why we have a judiciary, and they are.
3: And they have yeah, been, you since know, been... Here, The prop, the problem, Eric, and, I, and again, I don't, I, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I, and and I don't know the specific situation you're talking about, but what we're really talking about here is that politics often interferes with the operation of law, and if you, the Constitution is is quite a beautiful document, I agree. And it says what it says, and most of what it says makes sense. And then you get the human factor in people taking the Constitution and, quote, interpreting it, unquote. And you get all these bastardizations of what it really means. And in, in, for instance... Like separation of powers. If you look... look Article 1, Article 2, Article 3. Well, exactly. I mean, Article 3, I I presume you'll agree with me that Article 3 permits for lack of a better way to say it, um, the Administrative Procedures Act of no.
2: 1946. No, 1947, no. It's 46. Well, <laughs> yeah, it, it wasn't published and put out and become law until 1947. All
3: right, well, the, the act is the act is 1946, but okay. It might have been passed in 47, I
2: don't know. Yeah, but you know once it goes to the Federal Register, it has to understood, actually understood. wait 90 days. Understood. And blah,
3: blah, blah. Understood. But I, but I don't sad. think there's any no, no, question. Congress cannot
2: because you cannot take um, Article One powers and say we're going to allow some private corporation like Facebook or Google to go ahead and make rules to govern Americans. That's the the, the specific mandated
3: job in the Constitution of our legislature. You could, you could. Well, the our, the legislature is who passed the Administrative Procedures Act.
2: Yeah, but it's against the constitution because they married like Montesquieu said in his book spirit of the laws uh, or well no i'm sorry madison said in uh federalist 51 um you know Montesquieu identified the three great powers but uh madison said any two of the great powers together in the same place is tyranny period so we have an executive branch that is not only carrying on courts which is a, a legislative article one du- mandate it's not just a duty it's a mandate from the constitution um, and they're also making rules from these court proceedings under the executive branch rather than having the legislature make the law, and this is a lot of what's going on with Newsom and, you know, COVID and all this other stuff.
3: We're going to it break. I hear the music. It, what, you're, what you're arguing is certainly arguable, but, but hold on. I hear there's the music. very little uh, question, three. at least in oh, wait, legal Mark. circles, that Article 3 uh, gives uh, the power, for lack of a better way to say it, uh, to... TO CONGRESS TO PASS THE ADMINISTRATIVE PROCEDURES ACT.
2: NO. IT'S it's AGAINST THE SEPARATION OF POWERS. ARTICLE 1, THERE'S A GOOD BOOK, um, THE THREAT OF ADMINISTRATIVE LAW BY uh, COLUMBIA LAW PROFESSOR PHILIP HOMBERGER. I RECOMMEND you, YOU READ IT. AND HE HAS a, a, a LARGER BOOK THAT GETS REALLY INTO IT. IS ADMINISTRATIVE LAW UNLAWFUL? AND HE PAINTS THROUGH HISTORY OF, of it is unlawful. It is unconstitutional that we're not supposed to have a court. It's it's basically having police commissions where police officers hold a tribunal uh, over American citizens and and decide the case. That's a privy council. That's a star chamber. We're going to break. You, you, I, I, oh, mis- we're going to break. Got to go to break. Got to go to break. We got to go to break. When okay. when we come back, I'll throw it back to you. <laughs> All right. I'll throw it back to you. Sorry, Everybody.
0: Celebrate the comeback of Satchmo Summerfest, presented by Chevron, July 31st through August 1st at the New Orleans Jazz Museum. Purchase tickets and learn more about New Orleans' only festival dedicated to the great Louis Armstrong online at www.fqfi.org. Satchmo Summerfest is produced by French Quarter Festivals Incorporated. Do
3: you know what it means to miss New Orleans?
0: The Edwards Mortgage Group, the Mason Collective, NOLA Title Group, and ARC Insurance Consultants are the ones to call on for all of your home needs. Whether it's mortgages, closing, sales, or insurance, they take care of your home needs and now they have come together to help take care of the needs of our beloved New Orleans music community by partnering with Bougainvillea Productions and Soul Project NOLA for FunkyUncle.Live. FunkyUncle.Live is a free webcast live from the one-of-a-kind Mardi Gras float, The Funky Uncle Lounge, that features New Orleans musicians playing live music combined with interviews and outreach news to raise money for the entertainment community of New Orleans that have been impacted by COVID-19. You can join in the funky fun time by simply going to www.funkyuncle.live every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Coming to the Funky Uncle Lounge on July 21st, it's a Hot 8 Brass Band, and on July 28th, Brent Anderson. For more information on how you can support live from the Funky Uncle, go to funkyuncle.live and follow us on social media.
1: Hi, I'm Pete Kennezzaro with Kennezzaro Realty Appraisals and Sales. We provide appraisals for multiple reasons, such as mortgages, refinancing, estate successions, property settlement, and more. We have local knowledge and experience, so bring in the experts at Kennezzaro Realty and make sure your property is being evaluated correctly. Kennezzaro Realty Appraisals and Sales, now with three locations, Uptown, Downtown, and Metairie. Call 504-831-0507 or visit KennezzaroRealty.com for appraisals and sales. Hi, this is Clay with Liberty or Lockdown. I'm moving to a new show in a new hour. Join me for What's Your Passion Live to talk about promoting your passion or your business. What's Your Passion is a live show that promotes businesses and podcasts around the city.
4: So join me every Thursday from 12 to 1. Or you can go to www.wypagency.com to get your business or podcast
3: promoted. See you there.
2: Millions plan for retirement online. Estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, and manage your benefits all from the comfort of your home. And give yourself the freedom to do what you want offline. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere. Allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security. Securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov.
4: U.S. taxpayer expense.
2: I think that's our view. All right. This is uh, Maritime Matters with Eric Shine, And to uh, put out real quick. We are moving to tuesdays wednesdays and thursdays now at 8 p.m central standard time and i am with mark m bello and you can go to his website markmbello.com and check him out um we disagree on and agree on a lot and you know no no but common ground and common sense and all that should apply and we should be able to disagree civilly and or you know discuss things and come to a, even when, and I'm not saying that you're one of these types or whatever. Um, but in my mind, Pelosi and Newsom and others have a tendency when they're lying to tell the truth. And there's a lot of information in there and whether you believe it's Trump or whomever, anyone and everyone, if they're pushing propaganda or not, or just speaking their position, uh, whether you agree with it or not, there's a lot of information there. And we should not just, you know, not listen to somebody because we don't like them or their position. We need to open up and be better listeners, um, and not just, you know, personally, privately, whatever, but in government and more. And and we are the last arbiter over our own government. I hate the term that you know we get the government that we deserve, but you know. Um, but let me throw it back to you. We got limited time. We're towards the end of the hour. Went by quick. I'd love to have you back on. Uh, discuss more and uh, looking forward to coming on your program, Mark back to you uh, what you were talking about just
3: before the break uh, ju- the name of the show is justice counts um, cool. the uh, by the people that's the constitution is is the people's document so i, I you know you and I have no disagreement on that oh. the, the point I was making was a legal one if you it, whether whether we whether I agree with you or whether i don't Let's suppose that I agree with everything you said. What I'm I'm not discussing the goods or bads, or the or the uh, honesty or dishonesty. I'm discussing practicality and uh, how the three powers relate to each other. And what you have here is a Congress that that decided under Article Three of the Constitution that the proper scope of federal court jurisdiction um,
2: well i am not sure I, how I, under I article permit, 3 because say,
3: article uh, 3 jurisdiction is a judicial, pass, uh, the article 1. let me let me finish permitted the congress to pass um, the administrative procedures act the the and then the supreme how, court ruled so which is finish. the
2: article 3 in Reed versus covert that um, we're not supposed to have a competing system of courts under the executive I'm dis- branch. I'm
3: not disagreeing with that. I, I'm, t- I, I'm, t- I'm, simply, I'm simply explaining to you what we have. Yes. No. And I agree. With anything you said. No. But what you have is Congress passes a law. The check and balance of Congress is the court. The court. But you can't, like kinds, you saw. It. But whether you agree with Trump all or not, all the way up to the Supreme Court. But oh, Mark, that Mark, the, excuse me. That, the, excuse that me. the act is constitutional. No, but
2: at, at some point you saw how even Trump, whether you like him or not, he could not get into court and have
3: his um, grievances heard. I'm simply telling you that it, that it's black-letter law. It's been decided. At the end of the day, this is a separation of powers issue, rightly or wrongly. Wait, now, be specific. The court, The courts don't want to step on the teeth of an act created for just for dispute resolution expediency, and substitute their judgment for Congress. It's just. Yeah, but you know about Chevron deference, right? Yeah, but that's that's the reason.
2: And that's that's like the court saying we can't step in on and overrule or even look at uh, the Article Two executive branch
3: law enforcement's courts decisions where it's not even supposed to have courts let alone court decisions. No, what, you, what you need to accept is that they're not saying that. They're saying they don't want to.
2: Uh, exactly. <laughs> and they can't do that because the mandate is it's supposed to be their duty, not the executive branch. It, it, By that, the Constitution, a issue, it's though. a mandate.
3: See, what you, what you and I think they should be doing and what they're actually doing are two different things. Exactly, and I agree there. All right, so I, I you don't misunderstand me. I'm not sitting here saying to you, you're wrong and they're right. What no, I'm and what saying I'm, is, I'm saying in, in they have theory. The power and you
2: don't. And I'm saying, in, well, and that's where, you know, uh, we, I, I did say earlier that we are the last arbiter over our own government. We're supposed we to should be. be. We should be, and it sucks. I, I don't disagree and, with you. But you see also how when people get active, and they, like, whether it's in Australia or countries around the world, and they push their issue and represent themselves to their own government. The government can easily be swayed to listen to the people,
3: Eric. For for almost for almost a hundred years in this country, uh, a, a segment of our population were slaves. Yeah, and it was considered constitutional and legal. Yeah, right, right,
2: right. But but that was a system that we also took over from the British Crown.
3: No, but didn't what I didn't create what I'm that. Just because something has been ruled constitutional doesn't mean it's right. Exactly. And what has to happen is over time, there, there's enough challenges, and, and, and this is where the people matter, where protest and. and um, Speaking, free uh, speech. Demonstration and what have you matter. If you protest enough, if you make your voices heard enough, you can implement change. It doesn't happen overnight. Here, here. But having said that, as the law exists right now, very, very clearly, whether you and I like it or not, the Administrative Procedures Act of 1946 <laughs> is constitutional. Uh,
2: it, and it's not. In that, if you read um, Philip Bobbitt's book, you know, Columbia law professor, and he's very well esteemed uh is administrative concept. law unlawful he makes a very strong case that it is unconstitutional I'm and at some you point you can't make a strong case for it right and i'm telling you from personal experience to where this is how dangerous administrative law is the coast guard has used it to redefine itself into being a branch of military and to redefine military law and strip posse comitatus from title 10 in the ucmj uniform Code of military justice saying that it, as a branch of military, can carry on civilian law enforcement. I think you have a problem with that. You're still missing my point. No, but I'm asking you, do you have a problem with the military carrying on civilian law enforcement?
3: I have a problem with anybody doing anything where I don't have uh, a a right to protest or a right to appeal or or I I have an independent... And this is what the problem is with administrative law. An independent um, body uh, determining, not based on any uh, political or administrative bias, uh, the outcome of my hearing. In, in and my the United problem, States. My problem with administrative law, and I'll, I'll just give you a small example of this, I all used right. to practice a lot in the workers' compensation system, right. and you had a bunch of administrative law judges who were appointed by insurance companies. Now, mm-hmm. how many insurance companies are going to rule in favor of a plaintiff? The system Zero. sucks. Yeah, you'd be better off. You'd be better off getting having a jury trial in workers' compensation. Exactly, instead, you're stuck with this administrative law system. I feel which you're is it, which is a privy council. It's all a star I'm chamber. Saying is that the Supreme Court has ruled over and over and over and over again... I disagree. ...that this is constitutional.
2: No, it hasn't, because reverse covert, 1957, said we're not supposed to have a competing system of courts under the executive branch, period. Then why is this still here? Exactly. And that's where, at some point, just because it's there doesn't mean it's right. Just because (laughs) it's there doesn't mean it's constitutional.
3: I didn't say it was right. I'm saying that court rulings... Over time, have disagreed with your position.
2: No, the Supreme Court Reed versus Scoville, nineteen fifty-seven, again, which is still controlling, says that we're not supposed to have a competing system of courts under the executive branch. It's not their job. It's not law enforcement's job to carry on courts. That's, so a, that's right, a that's I'm a that's
3: am I'm I'm not specifically familiar with the decision, but that's I a would police be happy state. To look at it. But my question to you is, if what you're saying is so. Why are there still administrative law judges? Exactly, but even in England, administrative law judges are part of the
2: judiciary, not part of the executive branch, like they are here. They're police commissions.
3: We've, we've been okay. living in a police if, state but for. But if, if the if the Supreme Court overturned as the they ignore it. of nineteen forty six, why is it still in place? I'll
2: I'll I'll end on that question because I think it's a good place to leave it. Mark, I appreciate you being on the show. I'd love to have you back on again. Uh, These kind of um, debates and deliberations on issues like this are important. We're going to break. uh, End of the show, sorry. Thanks, Mark.
0: Peace. Thank you, Eric. W G S O. Celebrating 75 years, we are the community voice of the Crescent City, WGSO 990 AM.
4: It may not require a textbook, but it's filled with valuable lessons. It may not take place in a classroom, but it's an ideal environment for learning. It may not involve a diploma, but it can help prepare Louisiana's young people for life. a winning part of a complete education. This message presented by the Louisiana High School Athletic Association and the Louisiana High School Athletic Directors Association.
0: When severe weather causes telecom network outages, the FCC recommends that you call 911 only when necessary and limit non-emergency calls. Avoid repetitive redialing to minimize network congestion. Try texting if a call doesn't go through. Conserve cell phone power and turn off your phone when not in use. If evacuated, forward landline calls to your cell phone and use your outgoing message to update your status. For more info, go to FCC.gov emergency. The best place for cutting-edge news and talk about southeastern Louisiana is The John Mason Show, every Tuesday and Wednesday at 1 p.m. on WGSO 990
2: AM, broadcasting live from the heart of New Orleans, Louisiana.
0: USA Radio News with Dan Naraki. The Senate voted to advance a bipartisan infrastructure package, opening debate on the bill, which allocates $550 billion into transportation projects, broadband expansion, and utilities. Wednesday's 67-32 vote comes following days of negotiations among a bipartisan group of senators, eventually trimming the bill down from the 579.